Ren, ren, go away. Ren, ren, do not stay. Ren, ren, go away. Go away. And welcome to another episode of the Thick and Thin Podcast. As always, it's me, Anthony Cardoza. Today is like lots of other days, because it's raining outside today. But it's not like lots of other days, because it never rains, I feel like. That's true. Please welcome Marissa Vickers. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, uh, lots of good stuff today, guys. Um, just in general, I think everyone could tell I was a little bit in a funk. Mm-hmm. I think we all were. Yeah. The, the weather and the new year didn't deliver as much hope as we had, you know, thought maybe. <laughs> we got Our hope got off to a late start. It did. Yeah. It did. But nonetheless, it finally came. It did, and I feel in positive. I think we've been dieting this week. Yeah, we've I don't. Been, I don't like to call it dieting. No, we've just, just been eating, eating healthier. healthy. Yeah, we're definitely eating healthier. Um, yeah, and we've been exercising. We've been getting out when we can. We've been productive. There's lots of good things on the horizon. Yeah, podcast stuff is. We got a great guest coming next week who's going to talk about some recovery. This girl's story is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. literally got paralyzed from um, alcohol abuse. That's wild. Yeah, so she has a crazy story. She's going to come on. She's going to share it with us. She was oh so willing, which is oh so nice. When you have people that want to share their story, and that's sort of the did purpose. Did my hair just break off? It did. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you want to bleach it today. She's just – Marissa was just combing her hair, like, as she's listening to me, and half it of it came off. out. <laughs> um. So yeah, we, we got her coming on next week. That's going to be exciting. If not next week, the week after, no matter what, she's coming. She's very excited to share her story, which is going to be mm-hmm. great. I wanted to talk to you today a little bit about my recovery. Yeah. Today was a big uh, landmark for me and I'm getting some time under my belt and I'm feeling good about it. Yeah. But um, there How was- How much time do you have? I don't want to talk about it. Oh. Um, <laughs> there is some stuff that- uh, you know, obviously with the depression comes, you know, a lack of motivation in all aspects of things, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're depressed, you're not going to be exercising. You're not going to be dieting. You're not going to be going to meetings. You're not going to be performing your best at work or your relationship, all that kind of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. So I wanted to talk to you, and I think it's great, too, because you really didn't have any experience with that much up close with addicts, right? You already, obviously, you have a little bit. Yeah, not up close, like living with one. Right, and now I've definitely I've I feel like I've shown you a world sort of outside of yeah. <laughs> your realm, um, <laughs> and you've definitely had some good questions. And I think it's great for listeners too because most people aren't addicts. You know, most mm-hmm. people have had experience with an addict, someone in the family, a friend of a friend, all that kind of good stuff. So I think it's a great perspective sometimes for just me to talk about what's going on and for you to give your input. Yeah. Cool. Yes. So today, um, we're going to talk about that a little bit, but also um, just checking in with you guys. I hope you guys are doing good out there. I know quarantine is sort of, uh, you know, the vaccine's out. The stay-at-home order stay is lifted. The stay-at-home has been lifted. I feel like some hope is there. Yeah. So hopefully you guys are feeling as good as we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really do hope that. And uh, if you guys aren't, please feel free to give me a call, text, email, uh, or text me, and we can talk and about I it. And I am, if you will. Yeah, something, you know, because I know it's it's hard, and we all get lonely, and we all get in funks, and without people, you know, I'm blessed to have uh, my goddaughter here with me now, um, who's willing to do podcasts with me. She edited my sketch that I released. Yeah. And your guys' response is, is the reason I do stupid shit like that. You know, it's, 
I generally find joy in bringing entertainment and laughter <laughs> to people. I really do. Yeah. You know? and well, it's, it's fun making them. Anthony gets really into <laughs> into it, even though like we'll cut a two-second clip into something, and he just goes all out. It's so <laughs> funny to watch. <laughs> so I'm uh, super happy that I got you as a sports system. Obviously, I'm going through a difficult time right now, and uh, at my own accord. You know, This is all stuff I did, but I'm trying to be a better person and come out of it. And I, if you don't have a support system and you don't have people to talk to, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm feeling full of gratitude today. And um, I, I don't even think I talked about the SNL thing on the podcast. Have I? Oh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Have so, you heard back? No, I haven't. Well, okay. we're, so we're in the first round of a, a possible uh, what is it, a scholarship for yeah. an SNL cast members. What they do is – or. Lauren Michaels or whatever, he offers it to this art student. You have to be nominated or you don't have to be nominated. You could just apply and for the scholarship and what it is is you get all kinds of free training in um, sketch writing, um, writers groups and things like that as well as doing sketches, improv, uh, storytelling, all kinds of stuff. Great cons- uh, great um, amount of money that's going to be involved in yeah. it and it's for SNL. So after you complete the scholarship, you can apply, you get an audition with SNL. That's crazy. So uh, my teacher hit me up and recommended that I do it, and she's putting a good word in, which I think already gives me a huge boost. Yeah, for so sure. So I'm super excited about that. But yeah, because there's a there's like um a month or something that'll go by before you hear back, huh? Right, it hasn't the, been a month for yet. the second round, and I think I have a good chance. And even if I don't, I think it's just an honor to be nominated and to be thought of because this teacher and me haven't been in direct contact for quite some time, you know, yeah. before quarantine and for her to think of me was, was pretty cool. Yeah. She had you in mind. She had me in mind and, um, you know, it really motivated me. And I think that's where all this like creativity starting to come back. I started mm-hmm. writing again, some comedy and I started doing some sketches and I'm feeling yeah, good. You for know? sure. So that's what's going on with me. What's going on with you, Maris? Um, like Anthony said earlier, I'm going to bleach my hair again today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you guys follow Anthony on Instagram, you saw that I went to his salon and <laughs> he did me up and bleached oh, my oh. really dark brown hair. Wait, one second, one second, one second. Okay, sorry. Uh, I'm not too sure what happened. We just got cut off. Oh, did it? No, but I think where it did it, when it popped up, was when you were saying you went to Salon de Anthony. <laughs> yeah, I went to Salon de Anthony a few <laughs> weeks ago. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Great Yelp review. Um, and he bleached my hair and he made me from dark brown to, I would say a pretty light blonde. My goal is to go like, oh, icy white silver. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try and hit that today. It's been like three weeks since we last bleached. So I feel like enough time has passed, probably not in the world of hairdressers, but in the world of me, mm-hmm. enough time has passed for me to bleach my roots cause they're already grown out. And to possibly put some more bleach on some yellowish areas. And uh, and a toner. For for those of you guys that don't know, <laughs> the reason my <laughs> background comes into play is because yeah. when I was in 7th, 8th grade, I used to bleach my hair three times a week. Jeez. And I would do it to <laughs> either match. So I'd bleach it and then dye it. Um, and I would, I would try to match my shirts. Oh, my so God. So if I had three red shirts, I would bleach my hair and do the tips red or I would do it all red and, uh-huh. the, you know, and... If I had a blue and black shirt, I would do black with Committed blue, to blue the tips. Look. Yeah, this was, you know, when I was younger <laughs> and I did I did that constantly for months. And anyone that went to school with me knows that that's what I used to do. Yeah. So I understand, definitely understand going to a stylist and paying because we were fucking, oh, yeah. we got lost. It was chaos. Yeah. Um, people Let were me. crying. I almost hit Carol because she was slowing me down. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, it definitely was like three days of trying to. We like bleached it like twice. The first bleach, there was like brown spots that like they bleach didn't get on. Mm-hmm. So then they bleached that, and then it did an all over bleach again. Put in a toner, like so much stuff. But I had I had so much experience fucking my hair up and and do it like and it always came out fine. Yeah. But I didn't know that your hair could literally fall out. Yeah, it can. Obviously, it can mine just broke fall. off. Yeah, it just broke out. Mind. But w- that never happened to me. And people yeah. told me that. And I was well, you like, have really thick hair, too. Yeah. And so I, I just, feel like it could take a lot of bleaching without being damaged. Well, it did. You yeah. know? And uh, and every time I would fuck it up, eventually it would come out okay. So even when you, we were doing yours and it was coming out spots, you like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. It's gonna be, and sure enough, it, I think it looks pretty damn good. Thanks. Yeah, it doesn't look bad at all. I just, now my roots are out, so I like wanted it all to be one tone, you know? Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're going to hopefully do that later. I just bought all the stuff this morning and we'll keep you guys updated. I feel like women, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of times in breakups or transitional periods, it's time for a new haircut. Oh, it's 100%. You're you, you like reinventing yourself. Yeah, right? or you get a new piercing or tattoo. I you guys do something dramatic. Yeah, mines are usually tattoos. Yeah. Mines? Mines, mines. is the tattoos. Mine is usually hair or like I change my style up somehow a mm. little bit. I'm yeah. not really sure. I don't have. A, I only have one tattoo and like one piercing other than my ears, so... Yeah, I like to get tats. I got. I t- actually hit up a buddy of mine who does tattoos, and we're gonna get a session going pretty soon. I know. What, what are I you w- gonna get? Um, I want to get a little koala on my shoulder. It's a sim- symbolic thing, and uh, I wanted to. I have an outline of a hand on my shoulder. For those of you guys that don't know, and oh, are you gonna get that fixed? I don't know because the whole concept was supposed to be good and evil, right? Uh-huh. So one side was gonna be an evil hand and a dark knight and a demon. The other side was going to be like an angel and a angelic hand, uh-huh. <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> um, who's got angelic hands? Like Matthew McConaughey's hand. Like me. <laughs> yeah. <or Marissa's> hands. <laughs> My so, mom likes to say the women in our family have beautiful wedding hands. The wedding hands? Like, ma- or ma- like to put a wedding ring on it. Oh God. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, so, so I was going to do it, but I kind of like that it's just the outline of a hand. Yeah. I mean, it's, you have like a funny story to tell. Yeah, about it's a it, funny you know? story. And I think and I don't take myself very seriously anyway. So I just yeah. think it's kind of funny when people are like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> like funny story. <laughs> yeah. So I might leave it, but I do want that. I still really want to tattoo my neck, but I've been advised against it. Yeah. So maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really, I definitely don't like face tattoos and I definitely, I'm not sure how I feel about neck tattoos. I feel like you would be able to pull it off, of course, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I have this weird thing about veins and I always think a needle going on your neck and like your veins. Ugh. I don't know. I just feel like since my <laughs> hand is already tatted, I'm already pretty much done. I have zero desire to work in any type of corporate setting. If that's your get down, by all means, that's awesome. For me personally, I've done that. And it's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. I need to be active. I need to be moving. My brain is very sporadic. And uh, if I'm not engaged physically in certain things, I feel that I definitely takes an emotional toll on me. Yeah. So I don't plan on having any kind of job where I wouldn't have a Rolo. But <laughs> I wouldn't have any kind of uh, a restriction as far as tattoos. Yeah. Go, For me, know? when I think about like you getting a neck tattoo, I don't even think of that. I just think of like... I don't know. It How it would like, look. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're in a different age, too. Th- this day and age, everybody has tattoos. Yeah. It's more of an expression of art. 
and I, yeah, I, I'm surprised so, I don't have more tattoos. I always thought yeah. I would get a whole bunch. Yeah, me too. I'm surprised too. But yeah. you have a very uh, your thing. I, I think have a very strict mother that disowned me the second I got a cactus on my ankle <laughs> that she didn't know about for like almost a year. <laughs> it's a little tiny <laughs> cactus. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I feel like you express yourself a lot through your clothes and through your... Like yeah, your style, like your hair and stuff like that. Yeah, like which are, I haven't been expressing. Maybe that's why I went balls to the walls with the hair bleaching because I haven't been expressing myself through how I dress because I've just been wearing like leggings and sweatshirts every day, which is another reason why I love moving to area where I don't know anyone because mm-hmm. I just wear whatever. Right. I wonder <laughs> too. I wonder. I know some people. Uh, obviously, a lot of people like me. I express myself through uh, my comedy. Right. That's yeah. how I do it. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Like through, yeah, your comedy, like having conversations where you can make people laugh. Yeah. Cause I, 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 my style definitely is nothing I could am attached to. If someone says, try this, I'm like, sure. It's definitely not your eighth grade bleaching your hair to match your shirts anymore. No, we're going golfing tomorrow. <laughs> right. And this is my first time actually golfing. I um, mm-hmm. have been in the putting range, driving range, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, there's like, a tr- so there <laughs> my buddy Joe texts me and he says, so bring, Something other than jean pants, a polo t-shirt, golf shoes, and get some clubs. And I was like, okay, I have none of those things. <laughs> yeah, what are golf <laughs> shoes? I don't I don't know. I think, uh, I think there's cleats. They have cleats for golf. But I think, can you just wear like more regular, nicer shoes? Not like dress shoes, but like... Like in the club? <laughs> no. Like I have friends that have worn um, like sneakers basically, but they're like nicer ones. Yeah, I'm not too sure. They said it's not too strict. Don't worry about it. But yeah. the the whole thing is, uh, I was like, I don't have any of those things. Yeah, I don't. I was, Do you have black pants at all? Uh, I th- probably have some slacks for weddings or something like that. But slacks? I don't know. Just uh, what are we they called? We should Google it. What are slacks? Just pants, right? Like dress pants, though. Yeah, I have those. Yeah, that's what I have. But like, is that how dressy you have to be? Is wear dress pants? I don't think you have to be that much, but I just don't have jeans. I just think of like khakis. Yeah, I don't <laughs> have khakis. You know, and the whole point of it is, I'm a coach now, so I'm always wearing workout shorts or i have these kind of pants yeah and i have t-shirts and i have tank tops yeah i really don't have and i have a couple weddings for or outfits for weddings yeah and other than that i, I don't have much need for clothes you know it's i don't true. know yeah. you should go shopping though and get like the necessities just to store away i should yeah you know i should it's just it was just funny to me i was like i have nothing like that yeah so you're gonna have to plan your outfit for tonight because aren't you leaving early in the morning yeah i would have to do i mean if this was eighth grade and i was in my wannabe cholo days <laughs> you know it's like my khakis and my polos and my sure. long white socks dog <laughs> for, i can imagine it now <laughs> yeah you know but it's just funny anyway i just think it's interesting how people express themselves i get clothes i get outfits some people do it in language some people do it what with art and hobbies right yeah yeah for sure sure there's a lot of ways yeah Yeah, there's a lot of ways i just think it's interesting too when because everybody does it Mm -hmm. so you'll see like a nice girl who's got a very basic style and she goes to the gym and she just trains and she's kind of funny and you know and then all of a sudden you find out she's into um uh, bondage or i don't know something (laughs) something where you're like what (laughs) like you do stand-up comedy or you know there's a lot of things like that where you Uh find out about people and oh like all their different kinks yeah, just they, they have some way of expressing themselves. Yeah. So when you see that guy that's at the gym and or or wherever, you know, at work and he's kind of basic and does this and does that, he has a way of expressing himself. Yeah, everyone does. Everyone does. I think some people just aren't necessarily aware of it. Yeah. Or, they don't do it on purpose. Like, 
they how you said some people express themselves in their art like they'll let's say you're a painter they'll sit down to like paint something and express themselves whereas other people like can express themselves through how they dress but that's just like their everyday thing yeah and it's just um i think that's like why i love talking to people and asking like weird questions to people because Mm -hmm. it's in there and when you pull it out of them it's yeah. like, you'd be surprised the kind of fucking interesting people that you come in contact with. Yeah. You should put that on your Instagram. Like, see if people write in about how they express themselves. Yeah. Because I know there's just a lot out of, of curiosity. There's a lot of friends I have that people, that guy does that. Then I'm like, yeah, just fucking talk to him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and actually this one guy who did stand up comedy, he was this chubby Asian dude. He was a tech guy. So he would come into the gym and do class and then he would pop up and do tech stuff so one day he was doing tech and he was telling the owner that he does stand-up comedy mm-hmm. i was like there's no fucking way but he's really quiet and a lot of times people like that that are very quiet they're uh-huh. observing yeah you know those are the motherfuckers you gotta be careful for yeah <laughs> they see everything you know what i mean they're just waiting <laughs> they're just waiting so they got a lot of shit on everyone because they're quiet they fly under the radar yeah you know what i mean well like, that's how i told you remember those two guys we watched one of their videos and they're both engineers and they went to like nice colleges right. got mm-hmm. their degrees everything worked in like the engineering world mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they became like comedians right yeah it's just fascinating so yeah. i love that stuff i love that stuff mm-hmm. um so let me tell you about today oh yeah how how tell me this story that you've been meaning to tell me well so generally me and marissa we have little points of our day where we meet up where we go for walks and we kind of chat it up and i said marissa i says let me tell you this story on the podcast yeah rather than tell you now that way we don't have to fake surprising. You're like, you did what? What? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but it wasn't a big deal. It was just <laughs> something that's been going on with me lately. Uh-huh. So I, I noticed I went to a meeting and I had a friend that called me and said, look, I'm going to do this. And it's a really stupid idea. So I want to go. And I, I didn't know how to help this person. So I said, let's go to a meeting You know, because uh-huh. this person is an addict. And if you don't know what to do, the good bet is let's go to a meeting. Yeah. And then just like if someone's in therapy and you don't know what to tell them, like, do you go to therapy? Yeah. Okay. Talk to your therapist about it. Yeah. Because it's a good safe bet. You know? Yeah. So we go to the meeting and this person is struggling. This person's doing a lot of crazy shit and stuff. And when this person shares, it's just, hey, everything's great. And I'm mm-hmm. really sticking to my program. And uh, thank God that I I have all these tools and da, 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 da. And then I was so frustrated because. Because yeah. you know that she's not like at the top of her game right, right. now. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, uh he or she, I won't say, but it's um, you know, he was he's kind of telling me and also too, this isn't someone that that I that listens to the podcast or that's close, so I don't want anyone listening thinking like is he talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> they are trying be, to find all the clues. <laughs> yeah, you know, cuz I did it something today that similar someone thought I was talking about them. Yeah. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Anyway, <laughs> you're like it's so, not you. So yeah, so we go and uh I'm talking about this person and afterwards, I go to him and I said, hey, wh- why did you do that? Like, what? Uh, why did you just fucking, like, it's not even lying. Yeah. But if you're here for recovery, why are you bullshitting? Yeah, it's not like thing. being honest. Yeah, and I, and I said to the, let's go here because I was so overwhelmed with what you told me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, man, you need help. Yeah. Let's fucking get you somewhere that can help you. Yeah. And then I realized sitting in the group, this guy over here had, a, had relapsed not too far you know, before and this guy had done this and this guy did that, and I just got very bitter. Yeah, and I found myself very upset and wanting to leave. And mm-hmm. then you know, someone takes their dog and their dog is fucking 
poorly trained because this guy's a fucking idiot and the dog's barking and they're and they're interrupting the meeting and I, I just got so overwhelmed where I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like I got like that. Uh-huh. So anyway, I told my sponsor and I said, look, man, these fucking people, you know, I, I know I'm, I know something's wrong when you get resentful. Yeah. And usually it's coming from you. Mm-hmm. If you find yourself talking shit about somebody or being like, fuck this group of people or something, you probably have something going on that's unresolved. Yeah. So I knew that, and I think what it was was unintentionally I had been that in that position before, mm-hmm. where I was like everything's cool, and I ended up relapsing shortly after mm-hmm. or something. So everything wasn't. So the, I could see the dishonesty, and it was just pissing me off. Yeah. Anyway, so my sponsor says you need to share that today. You know, mm-hmm. so I go to the meeting today. It was really the good. friend that um, you were talking about previously? Were they there at this meeting to hear you share? Um, no. Okay. No. Uh, so I go to a lot of different meetings in a lot of different areas and I have like good groups of friends from each mm-hmm. and I probably wouldn't have shared this if I known one of the guys that this was kind of directed at was there. Okay. But it wasn't really about him. And this other guy was like, Hey, I'm sorry if you were talking about me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's what yeah. I was saying. Like sometimes when I share, I'm like, if it was about you, I would just talk to you on the side. Yeah. I wouldn't call you out on a public in front of everyone yeah like, like being secret you, about it yeah, like yeah. stare at you but say like somebody here yeah. and everyone's like well they just shared so it must be that yeah exactly <laughs> so that's why i was like i hope nobody thinks i'm talking about them right now. yeah anyway uh so i had shared and i said you know it sucks for me because i take my recovery very serious damn i have so many stories to tell you that i don't want to throughout today yeah uh-huh okay let me put it this way so when i was in rehab uh-huh my roommate was, they call them body transplants, where say you're a heroin addict, uh-huh. right? Marissa's a heroin addict, and she needs 10 grand. Mm-hmm. So you're going to go to an expensive-ass rehab, right? Mm-hmm. And your insurance is going to cover for it, and I'm going to get you to this insurance. Because what I do is I find heroin addicts, and I put them into the insurance for the rehab, Mm. And they're gonna we're going to pay cash, the, the insurance. So the, insurance, so the rehab is going to break me off. 10 grand for getting you there mm-hmm. because they're going to make 20 or 30 off of it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you four grand. I'm going to pocket six grand. You're going to do 30 days in there and then you're going to get out. I'm going to get you a hotel room. I'm going to get you heroin again. You're going to get strung out again. Then we'll do the whole thing over. Jeez. I didn't know that was a thing. It's a real thing. And it's f- these people that get these kids hooked on heroin again and they mm-hmm. get them hotels and they buy them heroin. Mm-hmm. There's a special place in hell reserved for these fucking yeah, people. For sure. Yeah. You know, and it's fucking sad because these kids that do it, are 18 to 26 uh-huh. they've been at 26 rehabs um and they already know like the second i get out this guy's gonna pick me up mm-hmm. he's gonna send me to a different rehab after about a month mm-hmm. the problem is a lot of people od in that process yeah because they're clean again they go to these hotel rooms they get you know they this guy fucks them the, for the girls he fucks these girls he gets some heroin he gets some strung out on heroin did you know someone that does this or you just heard about it i didn't know this thing existed until i started getting into like rehabs oh, okay and then uh my buddy daniel who's on the show he was telling me like yeah that's a thing oh wow you know because it's it's insurance fraud yeah is what it is um yeah. say for example yeah and if you guys still aren't getting this is just another example say marissa's a surgeon and she says, Anthony, bring me people that need uh, tracheotomies and uh, the insurance is going to say it's $100,000. I'll give you 10000 for everyone you bring me. So I go to this guy and I say, look, say you have this, this, and this wrong with you and I'll give you four grand. Cool. So I take you, this guy to you. You give him the surgery. You give me ten grand. I give him four grand. 
Mm. So that's what it is. It's yeah. just insurance fraud. So, but with heroin addicts and stuff like that, you're playing with people's fucking lives. Yeah, that's you know? like way more intense. Yeah, one wrong dose, one wrong slip up. And they these literally kid, die. Yeah, and these kids are dying. Yeah. And they're talking about it like it's no big thing. And the, uh, that the rehab I was at, three of them were those people. Were the people that find other people? No, or no, no. The people that find other people, you never see them. Gotcha. You know, they're really low They're key. the ones that kept coming back. Yeah, but these are just the poor kids that their parents have good insurance. So this guy's getting them strung out, sending them to rehabs, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it's these two girls and this one guy. One of the girls is really pretty. Um, you know, we became really good friends. She's really sweet. Uh, and she was there with her other girlfriend. Who they're friends at this point. Mm-hmm. Because when they get out, they stay at the same hotel together. Yeah. The guy gets them the same drugs. They fuck the same dude. You know, it's fucking sad. It's really yeah. sad. So anyway, this guy, the guy ends up being my roommate. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't give a shit about the program. He's not trying to get sober. He's just there killing time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because in 30 days, he's going to get out and he's going to go right back to using heroin. Mm-hmm. He already knows this. Yeah. So he doesn't want to hear groups. He doesn't want to be vulnerable. He's not trying to be a better person. Yeah. I, on the other hand, uh, and th- also his insurance pays for the rehab. I paid m- for my rehab out of my pocket. Yeah. You know, four fucking grand. Yeah. And so I'm not there to play games. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm tired of fucking living like this. I'm tired of being fucking strung out and I'm tired of relapsing i don't want to you know i'm tired of fucking committing suicide or trying to and bringing people down and ods and hospitals and oh i'm t- yeah. oh, I'm done yeah and this fucking kid thinks everything's a joke mm-hmm. so oh what are your fears he's like i'm scared of dead blood i don't know what he was saying he's just being an asshole yeah and i fucking snapped in the middle of a group meeting and i'm like i'm like what you do is your fucking business i was like but you're fucking with my recovery mm-hmm. i was like i take this shit seriously I fucking paid out of pocket for this place. Yeah. If I don't make it here, I'm going to fucking die. And I was like, I'll be damned if I let some little motherfucker. Da, da, da. And I was just like, <laughs> basically told him I was going to kick his ass. What did uh, the other people around Everybody there? was like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm quiet. And uh-huh. I let everything go. I don't fucking, it's different. If you guys know me when I'm fucking coming down or relapsing, I'm very vulnerable. I'm very quiet. Um. I'm very remorseful, so it's very opposite of how I am. I'm very yeah. like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. And everyone only knew me as that because they yeah. only see me in there for a week. And then all of a sudden, I was like, look, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the counselors get up. The kid tries to get up and talk to me. I go outside, and then everyone's like, grab him. Like, don't fucking talk to him. Like, he's not playing with you, you know? Uh-huh. And then one of the counselors, so it's like this whole thing. They they isolate me for the day. And then they're like, are you going to be okay? Like, you can't be fucking hitting people in here. And I'm like, nah, it's not going to happen. I'm just... I'm done with this shit, you know? And one of the counselors, so the next group we have is in the evening. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, he goes, what Anthony did is how you should all feel. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm not in trouble. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. He's like, you should be fighting for your sobriety. Yeah. You should be angry that someone's not taking it seriously. Yeah. Like, this is your fucking life. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh, shit. And I was like, nice. <laughs> 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 so anyway, this kid ended up getting kicked out a couple days later. And I felt really bad for him. You know, and he started crying. And he's just like, oh, you know, I don't want to do it. And I was like, dude. Did they kick him out because he wasn't taking it seriously? He wasn't taking it seriously. Um, he was trying to get drugs, you uh-huh. know, because, you know, he's not in there for that. But yeah. also, I think he knew, too, like, he's fucking around. Yeah. You know, and this is people's lives. And it's not a game. Yeah. And also, hopefully, I doubt anything I made said said to him. You know, I was like, I have nothing against you, bro. I was like, I get why you're doing this. And I get that everyone needs money. Mm-hmm. You know, and I hope I hope you stop. Mm-hmm. You know, because heroin isn't fucking cool, dude. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to go off on that tangent, but I think a lot of that came into to today. So I was, when I was sharing, I was saying, 
look, I take my recovery serious. And when you go to these meetings, a lot of people are there for court. Mm-hmm. You know, they take their fucking kids away and they say, if you want to have your kids back, you have to go to a meeting a day. So these people go to the meetings, but they don't care. Yeah, they're just there. Yeah, so they're talking to their friends or they're on their phone. They're ha 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 as you're trying to share about, you know, some guys over here sharing about sucking dick for fucking coke. Yeah. <laughs> and this girl's Casual. like, oh my God, my dog, you know. And, yeah. it's, and I get upset. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, hey, man, this guy's trying to fucking get help. Yeah. Like, shut up. Yeah. You know? so, show some respect. Yeah, show some respect. So I get worked up. And there's also people there with mental disorders, um, you know, bipolar. Uh, and a lot of people, too, like, a lot of ways, you're a little kid. Because mm-hmm. you spend, you know, you're 30 years old. You spent 15 years of your life just doing drugs in a blackout kind of state where you're not really coherent. You're not really learning. Yeah. So a lot of ways, you're a little kid. Yeah, you didn't mentally, like, grow. Yeah, you at all, mm-hmm. you know? And you didn't have work experience, and you didn't have conflict resolution, and, yeah. you know, all those things. All the important life lessons. Yeah, so I have to remember that, and sometimes I need to shut the fuck up, but I was, sh- I had to share it today, and I was like, look, like, you know, I get resentful, and I get upset, because I think some people don't take this seriously, and they're sitting around the sidelines fucking off, and it's hard for me. And when I get like that, I don't want to share, and I don't yeah. want to participate in group, and I don't even want to fucking come anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's all I got to say, you know, and I was like, sorry. And then I was also saying how, oh, because my brother, or I guess he doesn't matter, it's my brother, but he was <laughs> sharing about this story, right? So these two guys were in county jail. This one uh, white power dude and this one uh, south side guy. So the, the white dude is smuggling the shit in. So he has mm-hmm. 15 balloons. He swallows them. They're all full of heroin, mm-hmm. right? So then the guy takes his shit and they're going through his shit together to Ew. get the balloons of heroin out. Yeah. Right? The white guy turns around for a second. The Southsider puts the balloon in his mouth. Fucking steals one. It's covered in shit out of this guy's it's ass. Disgusting. Right? And everybody at the meeting's like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting there and I, and I was just like, so today when I shared, I was like, you think that's crazy? Like, stick around. <laughs> you know? Don't yeah. get better. Like, keep doing what you're doing and see what happens. Yeah. All these stories about people losing their kids and because addiction is so like sp- common. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, to, yeah, to some people, that's not even surprising at all. It's, to me, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they were surprised, I was like, you guys, like, stick around. Yeah. You know, keep fucking around out there and see what happens to you. Yeah. Just think about alcohol and what's so dangerous about it is if you want to get your fix, you go to 7-Eleven and you buy a 12-pack off John. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You want to get heroin, you want to get meth, you go down the street and you deal with some seedy motherfuckers. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And when alcohol gets bad enough at three in the morning, you start figuring out all kinds of shit to do. And that's when you see all these stories about people robbing and sucking dick and fucking killing for drugs and yeah. doing, you know, it's because, the yeah, they need to get it. Yeah. And it's, you know, you have to go into these. So anyway, it's just been a lot and a lot of reflection and a lot of uh, me trying to understand that, you know? Mm-hmm. So this guy today. He's talking about how he's going to he's he feels like he's going to relapse. Mm-hmm. Right? And he says, "I feel like I'm going to relapse and uh, I just wanted to share." So, after the meeting, I'm like, "I, I don't know this guy. Um, he just OD'd uh shit, I don't want to give too much of his within I, the last 3 months or longer." It was shorter, way shorter. Okay, so So he all, he just yeah. literally died. Uh-huh. You know, not too long ago. He just fucking died. Mm-hmm. He got resuscitated. Now he's alive. Instantly he goes to meetings and stuff like that. And he's telling me, I feel like if I just do it again, it's, I just kind of want to see what's going to happen. Oh, right. Yeah. And I tell him, so I go to him and say, look, man, do you have any hobbies? And I don't know this guy at all. And he's like, oh yeah, I got hobbies. I do stuff like, you know, a party and da da da. And I was like, okay, well, you know, 
uh, I was like, you got to figure out things to do that are different. Yeah. You know, and he starts telling me, you know, I do this and I do that. I'm like, okay, well, whatever you know, like it's, and it's hard to, to tell people this kind of stuff because it's whatever you're doing is wrong. <laughs> Pretty much. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause this is your lifestyle and it always leads to you doing this. Yeah. So you got to change something in that rotation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you go to work, if you know your pattern, I go to work, I get upset, I get home, I fight with my wife, and then I drink. Yeah. It's like you got to cut something out of there. Yeah. Something's got to change if yeah, you want it. Yeah. Something's got to gotta change. Yeah. So you got to quit that job or break up with your wife or, you know, resolve things with your wife or talk to your yeah, boss or do whatever. Something. something different has to happen. Yeah. So I start telling him this and I say, look, man, you got to get a new hobby. Like if you're into this, like, you know, what do you like to do? Okay. What do you normally do right now? Well, normally I go home and I um, I watch TV because I'm already done with school. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, and you said you want to drink right now. He's like, I'm literally about debating whether to go to the liquor store or to to not drink. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever you're going to do, I was like, do something other than that. Yeah. I was like, call someone on your phone right now, that one of your friends, and go eat. Like, yeah. Do anything to stall because sometimes it's day by day, sometimes it's hour by hour, sometimes it's fucking minute by minute. Yeah. And I'm telling him, when you leave here, it's going to be just you. Yeah. And you're going to have to decide, like, what you really want to do. Yeah. <sighs> and it just sucks because... What did s- he say about that? Um, like, when you said, like, think of something else, call your friend. I don't think he got what I was trying to tell him. Mm. You know? So I kept talking to him. So I ended up talking to him for, like, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I, I say... And then he asked me, like, what do you do? You know? And I said... uh, well, you know, I, I went to work this morning and, you know, my my day is pretty simple. You mm-hmm. know, I, I went today with Josh. Me and Josh, we worked on our uh, our things. I taught a private. I helped him with his privates. And then uh, we ran, we lifted, and I hit the bag a little bit and I took off. And then I got back around 11. I talked to you for a little bit. And I was like, I'll hit a meeting. And yeah. then at 12, my day is pretty much done. Yeah. You're and an I, early riser, so you can get everything done by 12. Right. So I told him, I said, look, it, it, the thing is, if I'm not doing anything, I'm sitting around, like, I'll want to drink. Yeah. So I do sketches with you. Yeah. We podcast. We go for walks with the yeah. dogs. Like, something. Just keep busy. Yeah. Something other than what you normally want to do. Yeah. So I'm telling him that, and he starts asking me, like, oh, like, well, how much time do you have? And I'm like, I don't have that much time, you know, but I, I fucking relapsed, and this is where I'm going with. And I was like, everything you say you're going to do, I was like, I've already thought that way, and I've already tried that plan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know if he's going to listen to what I said. Yeah. You know? But mean- then he said, oh, it's hard because I have this medical condition, da 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 so I did it and I was like, oh shit, like when did you get your medical degree? And he's all, what? And I was like, well, you're a fucking doctor because you just prescribed yourself alcohol, right? And he's all, yeah, I mean, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, so you're a therapist and a doctor? I'm all, that's fucking crazy. You're like, you're so young. How did you do yeah, it? Yeah, I just was telling him. And he kind of, I, I think that, like he started laughing. He's like, yeah, yeah. you're right. I'm like, stop, you're. You're diagnosing yourself and you're prescribing yourself medication. Yeah. I drink because I fucking, uh, I'm bipolar. And when I drink, it helps. Like, oh, shit. I didn't know that was a cure. Yeah. Uh, good thing you're a doctor. <laughs> doctors prescribe alcohol to bipolar people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like <laughs> telling him this. And I could see that it kind of made a little bit of sense to him what I was mm-hmm. saying. And I was like, you know, the, the truth of the matter is you're always going to have an excuse to drink. Yeah. And there's always that out. And, and I told him, like, it's, if you go to the gym. You'll probably never regret going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Like I fucking made myself do yeah, it. Yeah, awesome. once you're there. If you're getting fucked up, 
there's a, for some people it's like 90 percent chance you're gonna regret it mm-hmm. <laughs> other people it's like 50 50 yeah like you're gonna regret what partying you know yeah. what, I mean? what you did you're gonna feel like shit you might do something stupid you have to apologize whatever the case is yeah so like i said i'm not preaching on people to not drink or party like if you can control it, by all means fucking do it i i had some great times but for me it's just ran its course and that shit's done and i was trying to explain that to him i was like Dude, you've already done that. Yeah. You know what's down that road. But sometimes it goes back to like people only hear things or understand things that they want to. Yeah. And the the thought of change, and we t- I've said it on the podcast to tell you all the time, is so terrifying to people. Yeah. That they'd rather stay in a shitty relationship that they hate their wife for 20 years. Yeah. I'd rather stay in this job I fucking can't stand. I'd rather be miserable and be this fucking prick than, you know, really make an effort to change and make my life more positive. Yeah. I'd rather drink and OD and fucking die than to try to do something fucking different. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Yeah. But I mean, when that's your everyday life and you go so deep into it and you're yeah. like molded in that everyday life, then yeah, it's, it's terrifying to change. Yeah. So I could understand that, but it's like, it sucks that people have to go to the extreme and let that terrified feeling take over. So then they never change their life. And that's what I'm coming to this. Mm-hmm. This is why I brought it up. And I'm saying you can't do that guys. Yeah. <laughs> you got to <laughs> fucking fight the ladder. You got to go the other way. Cause yeah, you know, fear is a good thing, man. Like fear fucking sucks and f- sucks to be scared. But anytime, like when you're going to step into the ring and you're going to fight and uh, I forget what the definition is. It's like, it's not the courage isn't the absence of fear. It's the, like the action in, like, despite of the fear. Mm-hmm. Like, doing it even though you're scared. That's what courage is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like, if there's something that you're fearful of and you do it, how great does it feel afterwards? Fucking that so great. You didn't let it, like, take over you. No, and you know that. And you yeah. feel that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's my preaching for the day. <laughs> <laughs> but I had I had just gone through it a little bit today. I thought I felt like it was a, a, big, part, a big part for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah, it was just uh, something I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm glad you shared. It's yeah. like a second meeting all over again. Yeah, I feel that <laughs> way. So, anyway, what's coming on the agenda for today? We have soup Anthony made. Oh, yeah. I have some chicken soup that we're excited to eat. The broth was fucking amazing. Yeah, added a little garlic powder, a mm-hmm. little cayenne. Mm. You know, Celery sprinkle salt. this, sprinkle that. Yeah, so I had some leftovers. So I put some potatoes, some mixed carrots, uh, onions, tomatoes. We we added all the spices. Now we got the chicken in there. So nice rainy day. We're going to have a little chicken soup. Yeah. What movie did you watch? Like everyone had a movie at their school that they would bring everyone to the auditorium when it was raining. Did you guys ever do that? No. Um... Because back in my day, when it was raining like this, that for lunchtime. Are you lunch saying time, for like, oh, for lunch? Yeah, they would take you to the auditorium. We never everyone, got movies. No? No, we oh. just like, the gym was open and we got to sit. But, and the, well, the thing about the gym too is like, they didn't want you to eat in the gym. So I don't even remember how we would do that. Oh, actually, the gym would be open, but we didn't have to go in it. So people would literally just sit under like where the lockers were or sometimes teachers would open classrooms. Yeah. But we never had movies. Oh, yeah. When I was in elementary school, they would hurt us into the cafeteria. Then we'd wait for everybody to eat, which we normally didn't do. Then Mm -hmm. we'd get up and they'd move us into the auditorium and then we'd watch a movie in the auditorium for lunch and then we'd go back. Well, also, yeah. 
yeah, that's how it was. And then for like PE, if it was raining, we'd go into the gym or sometimes if we had like small groups, you'd go with a certain like teacher. And I remember one year we watched or one like a few for a few days it was raining and we watched some like Ted Bundy movie on like why it's important to like learn self-defense oh nice and but they didn't teach us anything about self-defense they just (laughs) said like it's (laughs) important to (laughs) to know this before you go out in order to not get raped and murdered remember these two things bring class literally (laughs) i remember the teacher saying like uh if someone's choking you to like gouge their eyes that was <laughs> all i learned oh that's good <laughs> <laughs> that's why i told you i was like let's teach you a little boxing so you can fucking crack someone and book it you know yeah um yeah i think for us it was always never-ending story they always played never-ending story i don't know what that is you never see never-ending story no oh dude maybe we should watch it today what is it about um it's just like a fantasy movie for for kids so it's like this little boy and he reads a book and it's like his imagination in the book and it's like really interesting. There's like mm. dragons and all kinds of stuff. And it was like really a, a huge movie. I think it's early nineties, late eighties. Who's in it? Uh, nobody. It's, oh. it's old school, old school. Okay. Uh, it's a fantasy movie. So it's oh. really cool. Um, there's a, there's a native native American brother in there that, that gets down. But that's why when one of the girls, when I did the, the, the thing, the poll about which boy did you have a crush on? One of the girls oh. said Atreyu, you. And I was like, that's hilarious. Because oh. you know, we did always have to. And she was my age. Uh-huh. So she probably got <laughs> you know, hurled into the auditorium and had to watch yeah, it too. Yeah, she saw it too. Also, um, so I used to love, I don't know why. I, maybe it's because of the ice, but um, the Mighty Ducks. Whenever it was raining, oh, I'd always yeah. watch the Mighty Ducks. And they're revamping the Mighty Ducks. I know. You got so excited the other day when you oh, got out. I'm so, so proud. We saw, we saw Joshua Jackson who plays... Um, Charlie Conway, he's the mm-hmm. star like player. When we saw him in real life, we were at a fight and he was there and me and my buddy Asher looked at him, well, <laughs> quack, 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 quack. Um, what did he say? <laughs> I don't know if he heard us, he just kinda started laughing. I don't know if he's laughing at us, like kinda like laughed. Like we were just like, Fuck yeah, that shit's dope, you know? <laughs> he's a nice guy. He probably though. made his night. Yeah, he was, he was a nice guy because someone asked him about his sweater and he was like super cool. And they're like, oh my God, that's fucking Joshua Jackson. Yeah. That's <laughs> anyway. so funny. The people you run into at these fights. Oh yeah. It's such a, it's such a cool um, scene and I love it. And it's, it's one of those things. That's like my favorite thing about the fights. Like everyone can enjoy it. You have drinks, you hang out, you, mm-hmm. you fucking eat and you see some violence. It's good stuff. Yeah. I feel like that's uh, what any man would want. Yeah. For me, <laughs> I was like, why wouldn't you go? Same with the comedy show. Like, yeah. I love to go. You sit down. You know you're going to laugh. It's a chance to like, go out and get entertained. Yeah, that's what it is. Just yeah. entertainment. And that's why I love to fight and I love to do comedy. Mm-hmm. It's just entertaining. I love to sit down and you have a couple drinks and you get your nachos and then a comedian comes out and it's just fucking a great Were show. Were you the class clown growing up? I actually got voted that in 8th, ninth. And 12th grade. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at what you. Did, what did you get? You got... Oh, uh, in high school, I was second best for best photography, which <gasps> was a shame that I lost because the girl that did win um, did nothing in photography. She just had a cool camera and was popular. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and then in eighth grade, I got <laughs> most mannered. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that's good. I still am proud of that. Managers go a long way, guys. They we really stay do. here day in, day out. Oh, my out. God. This guy on Hinge the other day. Ooh, tell me, girl. No. He messaged me and said, if I... This was his pickup line. Oh, if yeah. I... W- <laughs> I don't know if I should tell this to you. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell he me. He said, if I was a handyman, uh, some something along the lines of, like, would you let me rearrange and demolish 
like those guts or something. And I was like, definitely not. And then unmatched him. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he's smooth. <laughs> that was not smooth at all. I was just like, okay, at, at least he's to the point in what he wants. Sure. <laughs> but I was just no, like. No, there's Ugh. no just to, <laughs> some fucking pervert on Hinge. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I mean, like, ugh, it was disgusting. I wanted to write a book in uh, 10th grade called Get In Them Guts. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did it what did it mean is it the same meaning that i'm thinking yeah yeah getting in them gets that's <laughs> disgusting <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's gross and fucking childish anyway um also valhalla oh, yeah. Valhalla. Nice. spinoff of the vikings yeah valhalla is coming and i'm so excited you still about don't it. know when though right i haven't looked it up i just know that they already have the cast they already started shooting i believe oh they did yeah so probably soon within a year i it, would guess well i guess it's already been in rotation we just found out like well they're starting to release stuff that's going oh. on yeah but it's already have been... you seen any photos of like on set stuff? no i haven't oh yeah oh. well they did kataga from like the viking show uh-huh. They're doing a lot of like similar scenes and areas that they did. Okay. Yeah, and a lot of it's filmed at the same staging point, which is going to be cool. Yeah. So they're going to tie in somehow. And didn't you say that Ragnar might have Yep, a- there's a huge chance that Ragnar is going to be making cameos or it's going to be about him. Some He's going to be involved somehow. So uh, I'm so But that, is that official or? Yeah, well, it said it was on this website that I was on. So oh, okay. I'm not too sure how. We don't know how the cameo is going to play out, but. Exactly. Something's playing out. But I'm so excited about so, that. I still haven't finished it all. Well, yeah. No, yeah. You're, you've seen the the mainly what you need to see. Yeah. So now it'll just be to watch for entertainment purposes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm on season three. Yeah. But so. I did see the last half season with you. Yeah. So if you guys exactly like Vikings happens. and you're a, f- a female, because the guys, of course, why you would love it. There's sex, there's fighting and stuff yeah. like that. But there's also for females, I think there's a great, strong presence. Yeah. They do a good role of having uh, like female empowerment mm-hmm. um, with a lot of like the Vikings, which mm-hmm. I'm surprised that I like the show, but I think maybe that's why. They don't just play it like every old no. school. Like the guys are badass and no, the girls are Girls are, are fucking home. fighters and then they're very like... Like, you pull your weight and you do your shit. Yeah. Like, it's a community kind of thing. Yeah. And they're very, um, yeah, the women aren't, like, they have, obviously, some sexist things, but for the most part, they're kind of, like, equals to men. Yeah. Like they all fight for and stuff. Sure. And I don't know if you've gotten to the part where they go to England, like, the Englishmen are tripping the fuck out on them. Yeah. Like, they're fucking women that. fight and they yeah. fuck people <laughs> up. It's like, oh, yeah. So. Yeah. It's a good show. I would recommend. Mm-hmm. Try an episode out. We also watched uh, This Is 40 last <laughs> night, but... Yeah, what did you think? Uh, I fell asleep and started farting accidentally. Yeah, it was the most disgusting yeah. thing. <laughs> I almost left the room. <laughs> and then I'm very gentlemanly in, in my bodily fluids and tried to not to not cut loose left and right. But as soon as I fell asleep, it was like, yeah, no control of the bum hole. <laughs> it was gross. And then this every time, Anthony, every, like, no, every time that I would hear a noise, I'd look over at you and you'd open your eyes and look at me and then like try and play it off like it was nothing. I, was like, well, I didn't even know what I was doing. And then you were Anthony. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Because it was like three times and you didn't say anything. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, stop? man. I'm, I'm literally not trying to be gross. <laughs> and I feel embarrassed and ashamed of myself now. But <laughs> oh, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, I was just, um, that's what happens, man. You're getting older. <laughs> but I thought it was okay. I think, I didn't <laughs> I know it was. you're farting. Yeah, the like, farting no. was good. The farting was good. The movie? Uh, the movie was, uh, it was good. It was supposed to be a continuation off of. Um, knocked up. Knocked up. But I didn't really see the connection. Obviously, it was. 
Yeah, that, right? that's the thing. It's it's supposed to be like a spinoff, but just not like with the not not off the same story, just like of Leslie Mann and Paul Rudd as like a couple turning 40. Right. And I, it was good. There were some good points to it. Maybe I just had hyped it up so much in my mind for the whole day. I was like, no Maybe. way. It's based on number I two. I just love. Yeah. C- yeah. I think you were thinking it was going to be t- like super connected. Yeah. And it's not. It's not at no. all. Yeah. So There's was, like they say like two things in the movie that, you know, like it's connected. Yeah. We started watching Pen15 too, which is great. I like yeah. that show. Great recommendation by you. Thank you. Uh, but we had uh, one night where we're. we're <laughs> so we fucking watched everything so we're sitting there and we're like let's just start we put on three new shows and we didn't like any of them but we watched them from start to finish yeah i know? think we should give that is it mountain so uh the what big is it sky called? the big sky yeah big sky i right? feel like we should give that a chance because i saw another preview of like later in the season shows and it looks kind of good yeah we should i mean it's it's rep it's um advertised everywhere it's on hulu it's called big sky it's the the lady, I forget her name, Lagatha from uh, Vikings is on it. And Catherine. Uh, Catherine something. Wittick. Wittick. Win- I don't know, something like that. Okay. Well, she's on it. Ryan Philippe, who's been a credible actor for fucking forever. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, yeah, we should definitely give it another shot. It seems like, it, yeah, the first episode was kind of a long, but it seems like it's going to get into something. Right, and, uh, and we didn't even finish the first yeah, episode. Yeah, it's rare that I'm talking during a show, but, like, when I'm around Marissa and stuff and a friend or something, we, like, chat and stuff. So, yeah, I think it was one of those things where we put it on and we're kind of in a chatty mood and we just... Yeah, you but know. you have to, like, watch it. Yeah, it's one of the shows you got to watch. So yeah. we'll, we'll probably give it another chance. Um, yeah, if anyone has any recommendations, we have Hulu, Amazon Prime, Netflix, HBO, HBO Max. Mm-hmm. We're looking for some new shows or movies. Yeah, we we started watching Warrior. I said a little bit last week. I enjoy mm-hmm. that show. Um, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I feel like it just HBO does this thing where because they can have sex scenes and like rated R scenes, they I feel like some shows just throw them in there to throw them in there. Yeah. Or like overly, because yep. in that show there was a couple where I'm like, like it doesn't relate. Gangbang <laughs> <Yeah>. right here. <laughs> How does Damn this right relate to does. the next scene or the <laughs> scene before that or anyone's relationship? Right. Right. Well, that's all we got, guys. I'm so happy that today's a new day and that we're having a great week, and I hope you guys are too. And like I said, shoot us some of those DMs for some of those shows you guys is watching. Yeah. Or movies too. If you guys see it, like yeah. a, a, a new movie or an obscure movie, we always love to hear things. And for the most part, we actually do check it out. We're not. Yeah. We don't, yeah, we don't hear it and like, yeah, that's cool. Like someone told us to watch Miss Maisel. Shout out to Bex. And uh, we scoped it out again. We got to try that again. Um, and somebody else was re- referring a couple of the movies. The Warriors was f- referred to us. Um, mm-hmm. So we're, we're trying things out. So just The Queen's Gambit was referred to us. And that was one of our favorite shows for a while. Yeah. That's <laughs> such a good show. The way Daniel said it. Like, yeah. this is girl. And she like plays chess and stuff. And she's like, like smart. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> it turned out to be a great fucking show. But him yeah. and Amber were so passionate. We're like. We, we got to check watch it out. It. And sure enough, it was a great show. Yeah. So anyway, guys, take care. Much love. Peace. Bye.